them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we're talking DC Fandom. Fandom. Talk a little bit about Winona Earp. And we have a very special guest. We talked to Mary D about her brand new book, Xena, Their Courage Changed Our World. You know, guys, it's the 25th anniversary of Xena coming up in September. And uh, we have some surprises planned. Yeah. Why do we? Some big time guests. Yes. Epic guests. Perhaps you could say the biggest you could possibly get for to celebrate Xena in particular. The epicest. The most epic. You could say. I feel confident saying that. Oh, I do too. Not to give anything away. No, not at all. But I mean, yeah, I can't can't think of a more epic guest or two. No. No. So stay tuned. But first. DC Fandom. The Dome. Okay. Look, <laughs> I was not sure about this DC Fandom. I knew they were doing a thing. I signed up for it, but I wasn't sure what it was going to be. We did the San Diego Comic Con online. First of all, let me see. I saw a lot of ads for the Fandom on the TV. I did too. They really, real, really marketed yes, it. Yes, they really did. Yeah. Oh. And they were very impressive. They had the Superman theme. It was it was well marketed on at least well to you and me, I guess. Cat did. Yeah, they must have been like uh, on Hallmark and Hallmark, Sci-Fi. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two channels that we watch. Right. Frequency. Um, no, it was it was the closest I feel like you could almost come to feeling like you're at a con. Because after one of the panels, I even messaged you guys and said, hey, I just finished this panel. I'm going to swing through the dealer's room, get a bite to eat and head over to the, <laughs> this panel at this time. And I just it just had that feeling of you're there watching it at the same time with people. You're like, OK, here's this time for this panel. It was like not too much because they moved a lot of things to another date. So it was just like the Hall of Heroes. And it was all like, here's this, here's this. You could see the order. Okay, I'm going to come back for this. Not on more that long, probably like 25, 30 minutes at the most. Mm -hmm. So the panels weren't long, but they would show little video clips in between of like costumes or pets dressed up as characters, little snippets. (laughs) Uh, And it was really impressively done. I saw this one interview with Jim Lee, who did the, I guess, designed it and the, the, the art and how they made it this you know computer animated thing that you could change it up and you could do camera moves into it and change the floor and change you know and i like that they i know of course it was all on skype but for the most part like the wonder woman panel they had all the same i think they sent everyone green screens for the most part and so they could put whatever background up there and it wasn't just like somebody's bookshelf in the background on a regular zoom call (laughs) they would have like a fan who was in their home asking a question or saying something but i feel like and then they would put them up in the background of the dome where they would put them all full screen, but they, they were really, and you know, it's not live, but I would rather it be well edited and clean and entertaining than live because live, if you're worrying about feeds and connections, I mean, this way they, they pre-recorded them. They could edit, they were obviously edited, but it was, it made it better. And I enjoyed every minute of it. And 
they did it. They did a great job. Yeah, it was it kind was of very- exciting because you know they they have all this programming and they're going to re-air it three times in a row over twenty four hours. So you really only have twenty four hours. It's not like the Comic Con uh, at home where you can watch all the panels later. It's kind of like you got to see them. If you miss it that first time, you got to come back the next time. It's yeah, like, you got like two. So more that chances. made it fun because even though it's not live, you're still with everybody and you you know yeah. So sure. got to wait in your at home line to to see people. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I miss most. It's the lines. Very well produced. And, and they have more. If you missed this, they have uh, on the 12th, September 12th uh, and 13th. Looks like they're a lot of the panels, like a lot of the TV panels uh, are going to be happening. So, hmm. yeah, cool. go check it well, out if you missed it on Saturday. This past what your favorites? What kind? What, which ones did you see? My favorites, obviously, Wonder Woman 1984. Got a new trailer. Yeah. Had Gall. Mm-hmm. Linda Carter showed up. It was Very epic. Cute. Um, so, yes, she's not in the movie, though, or at least they didn't say anything about that, right? They didn't, they didn't okay, say. She's not in the trailer. She, she didn't show up in the trailer. Look, if so, she's in right. the movie, they're holding it back. And I'm glad. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know she's in it, if she's in it. But she showed up at the at the panel. So, I mean, I she's obviously got a good so relationship far. with her. Yeah, I think I have, my gut says she will be in it. I know they, they didn't want to use her the first time. I think Linda was against it. She wanted Gall to be able to oh. just take the role and her not be a part of it. Like, hey, let Gall take it. Now that hmm. that's established, I think she feels more comfortable having a tiny part or something. That's cool. That makes sense. I mean, not saying she's in it, but I hope she is. Tara, have so you the, seen the trailer? Did you see I the trailer? did. I posted it on our Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, so yeah, I've watched it several times now. I dug it. You got to see your first uh, glimpse at Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, mm-hmm. yeah. and you got to see the first because I didn't know they're going to turn her total CGI. I didn't either, Cheetah, um, because we had barely seen any uh, any photos of her as this character yet, and uh, I was really excited to see that she's kind of going from this very mousy type of woman that I guess works with uh, Diana, and yeah. then. She's offered all this power and, you know, she says, it's my turn to get what I want, right? And she, she's pretty badass. It looks pretty awesome. There was even some, like, growl, cheetah growls in there. <laughs> pretty, they were subtle, but they were cool. Uh, and I saw a lot of funny comparisons um, <laughs> saying, oh, I love the new cheetah costume. They post Taylor Swift from Cats. But <laughs> it was all in jest because I think most people seem to like it and, think, you know, look pretty good. And I thought it looked good. I think it was really cool, that trailer, man. That good trailer was like swinging off a of lightning. Yeah. And There's yeah, that was on stuff in there. I'm excited about that. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. They really built it up. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Th- that started off. I mean, you got to start off with your heavy hitter. Wonder and the Woman music was heavy. cool. And yeah. the design was cool. It was uh, just, uh, they're really going for that retro feel. Love yeah, it. Yeah. The 80s stuff. And Chris Pine has like some of the like you know he's he's sort of the comic relief in the <laughs> yeah. trailer anyways very funny stuff looks good oh he's adorable yes he I love me some Chris Pine they also did a Wonder Woman cast panel plays the game Werewolf Are you guys familiar with this game kind of like, yeah it's kind of like a murder mystery I'd never seen it before it's like a party game and I guess they played on set they would play it on set I think it worked really well it was really fun and you got to know some of the 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 cast some people i didn't realize were in the movie um it was really fun it worked i i was like eh, is this gonna be funny it actually really was i it think was really once they got into it yeah, yeah. you could tell they were getting more into it the further they went yeah it was fun what were what was it about it's like you have you have to like figure out there's three villains 
you have to figure out like you have to close your eyes every round you have to figure out who's the villain somebody gets captured every round it's like <laughs> okay. a whole thing yeah wow some fun. people they they try to say hey i think this person's a villain because whatever and then every, that person denies it and and uh robin wright played it very cool and yes. they did not guess robin and she was trying she threw uh kristen wig like she was like well you said in an interview once that you you're a really good liar and kristen's like no i didn't said that. i don't lie I mean, i'm horrible at lying and robin's like i don't know i just read that in a magazine and totally robin was totally just smoking him <laughs> he was a villain <laughs> it was pretty cool it was awesome yeah and uh they also cat did you see the wonder woman 80th celebration I it was like not. a five-minute thing. It wasn't very long. It was basically mm-hmm. Patty, Gall, and Linda oh, cool. mutually gushing over each other, oh. which is deserved by all of them, by all of them. That's but cool. the point was that next year is the 80th celebration of Wonder Woman. So they introduced the new logo. Oh. And uh, it's like a red and blue W, and part of it is a, a silhouette of a profile of Wonder Woman. Nice. And there's a little 80. and Yeah. So that, that was the whole point to introduce the logo for next year. Very cool. Yeah, but it was just nice seeing the three of them hanging yeah, out, three loving really each other. Cool ladies, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, and one funny story. I don't know if it was in the panel. I think it may have been in the panel or if it was in the 80th where Linda Carter was talking about her daughter. And when Gall became Wonder Woman, you know, Linda Carter's daughter said to her, like, I finally get it. I finally get why everybody is so excited about you and this whole thing. But it took Gall to get linda carter's daughter to fully get it because she just grew up she's like that's just mom mom plays wonder woman no big deal. she's like i get it now yeah it's pretty great great story what uh, about the snyder cut snyder cut you guys getting excited about that yes this is insane oh, yeah. to me like when you really think <laughs> about what's happened here it's a fan it was a fan started campaign actually they, they the fan that started the campaign was a guest in this panel which is really cool. Oh, that's she was cool. A, a fan in China and, she, you know, uh, Zach brought her in and they like discussed like, how did you get started and why, you know, what, what was behind the motivation behind it? Um, the idea that a fan led campaign could bring us a four hour cut of this movie. The fact that there's four hours, I'm sure we've seen some of it. Right. But the fact that it's like, this is really cool. And I'm so excited for him, for the director and for, he has like a lot of like super fans. I'm a casual fan of, of DC. I'm excited about it. So yeah, no, this is a big deal. And I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm amazed that it even happened in the first place. Right. Cause they really downplayed it at first that Joss was taking over yeah. and he was just going to kind of make some little bit of changes and just kind of finish up the movie. Uh, but obviously it was a lot more than that. So get to, to see a lot of that unseen footage. Yeah, and, and four hours. It's, it blows my mind that it's uh, that they're going all in. They're not. They are. <laughs> at least they're not releasing it in a movie format. At least, but they're exactly kind of doing a, a one hour parts. So yeah, four one hour parts. Yeah, it's pretty wow. cool. It's interesting good. to hear that that fan. I think it was the other fan that said how they went to see Justice League and he left feeling like that just didn't feel like Zack Snyder. Like they yeah. could tell. Like I guess I'm not familiar. I mean, I'm not as into it, and I enjoyed it. You know, and I. I enjoy Justice League because it was a little lighter. Not that I need things to be light and funny, but I thought I liked it better than Batman versus Superman. But I guess it sounds like a lot of people were kind of like, that's not what I expect out of Zack Snyder. And then yeah. sure enough, a lot most of it wasn't Zack Snyder. Uh, more than I think we realized, like you said at the time, Tara, that didn't realize the extent to which Joss was going to change everything. Did he, Zack Snyder direct Batman versus Superman? I think he did. Good question. 
That's one for the research department. <laughs> <laughs> so when is this cut coming out? It's soon, isn't it? Wendy, isn't it 2021? I don't know oh. how. Yeah, no, it's not till next year, but mm. and it's going to be on what HBO Max. Yeah. Hey, we've um, already been in this pandemic six months, so that'll be true. here before you know it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like yeah, twenty twenty one. We're going to be so just ready to get. To. He did. He did do uh, Zat, uh, Batman versus Superman. He did. Yeah. Oh okay. So they could just. I mean, it was a little lighter. I'm sure they were expecting something a little darker. Um, Maybe. Well, Batman versus Superman didn't get great. Feedback or review? No, right? and yeah, Man of Steel. Like he also did Man of Steel. So the hot Henry Cavill. I did like that part of Man of Steel. <laughs> I do. I do like a sexy Henry Cavill, and he's sweet. Did you see him, Cat, on the Justice mm-hmm. League when he asked a question of Zack Snyder? I didn't. Did you see that part? Mm-mm. The guy has muscles on top of muscles. He's adorable. <laughs> His arms are insane. Uh, it's it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, he's he's is Superman. But <laughs> yeah, they had a trailer. They had a trailer for the new Justice League. Yeah, read Justice League. Really looks cool. really good. Yeah. Um, and what about this Boz? What does this stand okay, for? So Boz, I thought it was. It's. I looked it up because I missed the part where they said what it is in the panel, mm-hmm. and I kind of half watched the panel. I was working on some other things, but apparently, it's just basically a woman who has been through some shit and is here to talk about it and is not taking any prisoners like oh is it like boss yeah like boss oh but i thought it was like, an acronym for like the shows oh, that were in so it. did i so did okay. i but the Uh-oh. way they were talking about it um apparently no it's just and i thought it was like i thought it stood for something but right like batwoman and then i was trying to figure out well, what i didn't other think it was that but i was like i thought it was like bad ass woman and that still might be oh. quite but according to this, it's a human being who exudes confidence, turns heads, reaches goals, finds inner strength, gets hurt efficiently, and smiles genuinely because they fought through it all and made it out the other side. Wow. The more you know. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. But Earth it was, day. I mainly tuned in to see uh, the new Batwoman. Yeah. And. Javicia. She was Very beautiful. Sure. She didn't take, she didn't talk a whole lot just because there were so many women in the panel. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women from. Uh, the DC shows, um, all beautiful, all successful, and <laughs> fit right in. So she, yeah, so she didn't talk a whole lot, but you know, what did she have to say? I don't remember. Oh boy, <laughs> like I said, I was just kind of half watch. I mean, literally, she didn't. I feel like she didn't say a whole lot, just because she hasn't shot anything yet. She's not. Yeah, you know, she didn't right, really have true. a whole she lot she really say. Um, she I was just, already said on Instagram. Right. right. I'm sorry. I'm failing that panel because I didn't have watched <laughs> it. But I just kind of wanted to see what she was like in person a little bit, just see what she mm-hmm. was like, because I didn't really get a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, oh, new Batman's there. But again, they, they talked to so many other people about uh, being different bosses. shows that I was kind of in and out. But was yeah. Katie Lott, Lutz, Lott, what's her name? No. Was she there? Who, what other women was it from? Well, now you're just going to make me look it up. <laughs> I it was. That I no, okay, no, no, no. I, I will tell you. I will tell you. It's, no, because it's females of color. Boss females of color oh, in the DC universe. Okay. Got it. Uh, Candace Patton, Javicia. Megan Good from Shazam. Tala Ash from Legends of Tomorrow. Nefessa Williams and Chantal Thuy. I'm probably saying that wrong. Black Lightning. Anna Diop and Damaris Lewis from Titans. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, so. Awesome. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, I, you know, I can't remember everything I heard that day. I watched a lot. <laughs> sure. 
Um, I, I saw the tail end of the the Flash, the movie. I forget the guy's name. He plays Flash. He's very funny, Ezra, though. Ezra Miller. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> he's very funny. I, I guess he's getting his own movie, which I'm excited about. I love him. He was really funny in Justice League. Yeah, he was. And it sounds There's like some controversy surrounding him, though. A little bit, a little bit. Some allegations. Well, he choked uh, a fan on video, but yeah, of inappropriate content with some ladies and oh, yes, that's yeah there was that and then it was on top of the that other incident that was already out there so are you sure this yes. is the same guy i yes. know the joking they video said because they were say uh talking about whether or not they should continue with him as the flash all right which well, they obviously are well so, obviously I mean, it was like a couple few months ago probably well, i'm not here guy. to report the news like an actual reporter <laughs> but i'm that's just upsetting. saying that's i like him too in the other movie but this is just what I heard. Now, those are just allegations. Sure. Anyway. Just, you know, I, we report both sides here. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's important to us. <laughs> um, in, but within that panel, they were uh, people, the people were talking. And it seems like because of, now help me out here. Did you guys watch the the uh, the big CW Earth, some, Earth crisis or some crap like that? Yes, like the crisis on infinite Earths. Okay, so the crossover think, events between all the DC shows, yes. I think because of that, like now that is canon, mm-hmm. and I think now all the everyone's on the same Earth. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yes, Earth I, Prime. So I think because of that, that means TV DC and movie DC is now going to crossover. It's really? Did they say that. It seemed to me that it was it was implied. Well, because yeah. he showed how, up. How was on it implied? TV, right? Who Grant? Well, didn't Ezra as Flash show up on the Flash, or in that crossover or something? They at some a point, of him and the TV Flash together. Oh no, I don't I watch the don't TV. Remember that though, anymore? Unless I missed that part, I've seen like three of those, but I, maybe I didn't see the Flash episode. But no, I didn't, or I didn't realize it was him. Got it. Yeah, because well, they all kind of meet their counterparts on all these other universes. Got that they it. Have. And so, and during sort of this discussion, they were showing clips. They showed a clip of, of the Flash and the Flash meeting. They showed some stuff from Watchmen, which is exciting. You know what I mean? Like, so there's there's uh, this, they're implying that there's this endless possibilities of bringing characters together, which I think is really cool. Really smart, because that's what Marvel is really good at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm, that's so, cool. So that. <sighs> yeah. Uh, what other panel, Wendy? I watched CNN Heroes, Real Life Heroes in the Age of Coronavirus. What else did you watch, Wendy? That <laughs> <laughs> was nice. They had they had dog rescue stories. They had the the old man in England that walked and raised a lot of money. They had a little kid who made masks with his uh, 3D printer for hospitals. Okay. Great. It was nice. Some of them, I think I'd seen the stories before, but it was a nice little segment. That's very uh, nice. I did. Okay, here's one fun thing. I did watch the Shazam panel. And, okay, have you heard of the Mandela effect with people who totally believe that they saw Sinbad in Shazam, even though it was really Shaquille O'Neal in Kazam? Well, (laughs) Sinbad has been cast in Shazam, so now it'll be a real thing. I love it. I assume he's in the movie because he was definitely at the panel. Mm -hmm. I think he's in the poster, too. In what? I think he's in the poster, too. Okay, well... Good. Yeah, I think he they did do a little poster thing. But uh that was that cracked me up that he's actually in it and they talked about the Mandela thing. So I thought that was funny. Uh about I guess the, the Batman? Did you watch the Batman? I did watch the Batman and it got me pretty excited about the Batman. I'm not a big Batman, like you know, I like the movies, I've seen the movies, but 
Are you big a uh, Robert Pattinson fan? I like him. I do like him. Uh, I feel like Kristen. I know some people are kind of annoyed with, oh, yet another Batman. But the guy was really passionate. The director seemed very passionate about the story and Batman. It's the movie set in his second year of being Batman. So it's not yet another origin story. Mm-hmm. And he, the thing I liked is he mentioned his non-Batman movie influence for this movie was like 70s gritty crime dramas. Um, so like he referred to Chinatown or even taxi driver as far as like a mental study. So I oh, thought, wow. you know, I'm intrigued okay. by his take on this. So we'll see. Yeah. And, and I did, I, I tuned in in time to catch the trailer or whatever they're going to, whatever they're calling that bit of footage. Um, and I guess they haven't finished shooting the movie. They had to shut down because of COVID, but what we saw looks really good. Yeah. He had done Matt Reeves as the director. He said they shot, they had shot, I think 25%. So barely anything, but they got a pretty good teaser off 25%. Yeah, looks great. Wow. Um, yep. And I didn't realize what all he had done. He was kind of dweeby, but I liked him. But he he's really passionate about Batman. <laughs> we like dweebs here. But I mean, he did War, War for the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Let Me In, which I haven't seen, but I heard was good, Cloverfield. Oh, I love Cloverfield. Um, several episodes of Felicity, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> which I didn't watch. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's got he's got a good track record for action films and and good action films, you know. So, cool. Nice. Is that coming out twenty twenty one? Yeah, it is. I think it's twenty twenty one. What isn't coming out? And t- <laughs> well, yeah, they're not only quarter of the way through. It's definitely it's either twenty one or twenty two. But yeah, I believe it's twenty twenty one. Filming, it's still so filming. Overall, fandom was uh, a success. Yeah, no thumbs up. Oh, Two I just thought four thumbs up. Yeah, nice. Uh, we didn't I, even rehearse that, and we didn't know. <laughs> it was, it was, it was good. They had it. Really did feel like you're just hanging out at a con. They even had a little dealer's room you could click and go to the dealer's room. They had some things for sale, and it was hosted by Aisha Tyler, who was and a bunch of other people. I think, I think we're all, but she was sort of like the main host, and yeah. she would throw it to sort of other. Uh, she did a great job. Uh, she will be a future guest on this podcast, throwing that out there. Woo! Wow, gonna, that would be, I'm intimidated by her. I've loved her smart. podcast. Yeah, we've listened to listen her all the time. Yeah, very funny. No, we're getting her on the show, so. Oh, that would be, oh, I'm nervous now. <laughs> I feel like I, there's nothing I can ask her that I won't sound dumb. <laughs> no, I think cool. she would she's just be smart. Yeah, well, but she's also a huge she nerd, so we just have yeah, fun. That's true. That's Talking true. About dirty stuff. She's always at Comic Con. Love it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's why it was a. It was um. What was the thing that Zach Levi did? Where we went to Nerd this, HQ. Nerd HQ, and they had it was cool. Cat. They had these little tiny, like they had uh, like Nathan Fillion do one at this special side event. It was like twenty five bucks right. a ticket, hmm. and and different things. And I went because Amy was doing one with a whole different like a. It was like a radio theater group, online theater group kind of thing. But mm-hmm. Aisha hosted that. But maybe maybe 40 to 60 tickets sold. I mean, it was a tiny venue. And then they would do special photo ops away from San Diego Comic-Con. And then the money from those went to whatever charity that they were supporting. And it was such a neat deal. And I think I think San Diego ended up saying, eh, you're taking too much. Like, as if there aren't a billion <laughs> things and a billion people to do the billion things. Like, Right. It's too cool. Stop being I, so cool. It was, it was. And we went to a party, a dance party there. Other than the like eighty thousand dollar drinks that you know it costs a lot, but yeah, it was fun. It was a neat venue and yeah, a place to go. Some fun parties, right? Nice. Fun parties, good. These panels. I'm gonna, were great. I'm gonna throw out there that Zachary Levi has to be on our show too. Great, I think, uh, I'd love a, it. He's a real like nice guy. guy. I met yeah. him. I was actually in 
one of his uh, videos for Comic-Con, my friend Gigi from Texas won some contest to come and be in some videos that he was making for Comic-Con with him in it and Nathan Fillion. Um, So we went and we had to be dressed up as background characters at a party, like on Halloween or just like a nerd party. So I was Princess Leia. And my friend, oh, who was she? Uh, she was from Street Fighter. Can't remember her her name, but oh, anyway, she was uh, Chun Li. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so she was from. She looked amazing, and so everybody in this in this room had all these really cool costumes on. And then after Zach just hung out, and I've got a really cute picture of him and and nice. me and my friend, and we okay. look like an adorable thruple. <laughs> and i I wasn't i didn't really was not into zach levi until i met him he was so nice and just it was so much fun and this experience i never thought i would have so i thank Gigi if you're listening uh to you know for taking me to that and it was really awesome we got to go to this big house in the hollywood hills it was this whole production um yeah we were there all day and they had beer for everybody to drink and (laughs) okay okay. yeah it was cool that's awesome nice so I miss Nerd HQ. They they did leave Comic Con a couple years ago now, uh, just because I think of the cost and just the, it, it would just got I think a lot it was harder. A that and San Diego made it the competition. From doing yeah, this. yeah, right. I got that impression, and it is too bad because it really it added something to Comic Con that's definitely lacking. You know, it didn't take away anything. It didn't no. stop people from enjoying Comic Con. It made me enjoy it even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gave you something that you couldn't get at Comic Con, but it didn't also take you away from things you know and most of the stuff happened in the evening some was in the day but like what are you gonna do you can't get into most of the stuff you want to do over there anyway and they they weren't offering anything that san diego offered they were just off offering extra an alternative and it was really well run yes really well organized i mean even the parties some of these parties at comic-con you know you show up and you wait three hours in a line and then you don't get in this one you know they had you pre-registered you showed up you got your little tag and you could go and you could come back and if you had the tag it was really great it there was no i mean the drinks were ridiculous really expensive but, you know <laughs> for comic-con you you know you go in knowing you're gonna pay extra but God. man those were i think my miller light cost like 16 bucks or something like that but God. it was yeah that's ridiculous they took all my money but i willingly gave it to them it was a lot of fun and of course they played nerdy music and it's like everybody's dancing to like mario theme song it was a lot of fun yeah that's awesome miss 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 you nerd hq (laughs) yeah all right we'll talk to him about that when he comes on the show right (laughs) uh okay anyone any objections to getting in the truck top in let's go she nerds out presents oh, live pew, pew. from purgatory. All right, we're back in purgatory, guys. It's like we never left. Ooh, uh, did I you like guys it get, did you, I do too? Did you guys get a chance to rewatch four hundred four from last week? I did. Okay. Did you? Was there anything that you want to talk about, Wendy? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I, we I have another podcast and well, another episode of our podcast where we specifically talk Winona and we. That's right. We get pretty into it, but we always yeah, rewatch yeah. to see if there's anything that maybe we missed or yeah. want to elaborate on. Um, but I'm just, I'm really worried about yeah. Nicole. You should be. And the episode airs tonight. And then we're going to do our follow-up podcast that will air on Monday before. So we're actually from this podcast on Tuesday, we're going back in time to Monday. So you've already missed it, but it's there. You can still listen uh, if you didn't already hear it. But I'm 
I am worried. But like bugs or something flew into her mouth. And was it bugs or? Yeah, I heard. I don't know. Mom sort of. Yeah, gross. What uh, was in that jar she handed to to don't Ma'am know. or Margo? Several things. It, was it looked like, like hair, hair, and bone. maybe mm-hmm. bone. Ugh. There's some, not anything good. Was no, it's all terrible. There's you know a lot of fan theories is that she's basically promised her soul, yeah, uh, in exchange that. to get Waverly and Doc back. Um, so that's not good. No. I'm really no. intrigued to see if we get the scenes of the deal they made and we, how that yeah, went down. And how does she know that she could go to that lady? Like, I, I'm really curious to see yeah. more of the the time that Nicole spent by herself. Right. How did she find out about the Clantons or did she yeah. know or what? Yeah. What's going on there? I'm excited. A lot of questions. And then, yeah, we've already talked like next week is the last episode yeah. of sort of half season. That's very de- depressing and upsetting, frankly. Yes. So we're going to have an appropriately numbered and socially distanced watching party next week. <laughs> yes. Outside on Cat's lawn. That's right. Um, where <laughs> she has a large screen set up. Large. You know, uh, at least six feet away up, and have our masks on. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's what we're going to be doing because it's a special cool. occasion. And I am yeah. actually getting really anxious that it's almost to that the mid-series finale yeah. i'm a little worried we're gonna be <laughs> season, left with season. a oh my god i shouldn't say series i don't want to jinx anything wow. five for winona bye uh, <laughs> i'm a little nervous that we're gonna be that. in some very dire straits uh yeah you know, somebody's gonna be in some serious jeopardy at the end of that episode six and you're gonna have not as long as before but you're gonna have a nice little wait till we find out Let's- what happens Let's talk about that. So uh, it's a two-parter. So tonight, so oh. 405 is Homecoming Part 1. Okay. 406 is Homecoming Part 2. So I hope that they wrap up whatever's Ooh. happening with Nicole by the end of <clears throat> 406. I bet they do. I bet. It, oh, yeah. I bet. Well, for Nicole. Well, yeah, for Nicole. So in 407, we have a nice, fun, why not episode as tradition has told us, we will. Like, I hope that it gets all wrapped up so that we're not waiting another couple months of like, is Nicole something? You know, like you said, Wendy, they could really mess with us. They could really, yeah. really. Like, yeah, wait. Remember, remember, Waverly made it out of the car. Like, they never planned for there to be a gap between six and seven, so <sighs> they may not have gone into this knowing it was going to be a cliffhanger for that long. But I feel like Nicole will be wrapped up by six well i sure hope so because if nicole's possessed or doesn't have a soul i feel like there's going to be very little sexy time (laughs) so they need to get that wrapped up because you know it's like when there was goo waverly and then there's a lot of conflict was it really waverly what you know so you know what i want nicole to be nicole waverly to be waverly and come emily please let them just go on a fun date with no demons just have like a fun time uh, with sexy time at the end, and I want Nicole to be Nicole. <laughs> Agreed. Let's Tara all- wants her sexy time. That's <laughs> what we- I take out of that. Let's vote on that. Do we all agree that by the end of four oh six, there'll be some fun, sexy time? Nicole's Nicole. Waverly's Waverly. I'm gonna go. Wendy? I'm gonna go with it. Wendy? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, I agree. I think, <laughs> look, I think Nicole they can't will be leave back. us with no more sexy time for the last two episodes. Oh my gosh, that's why she you have that recorded. You can rewatch the sexy time. <laughs> Um, but I think Nicole will be back is Nicole. I think that will be, they'll be in a good place, but Lord knows what is going to be happening to, I feel like, you know, like the last few episodes, 
Like, oh, everybody's fine. Boom, right at the end, Winona gets kidnapped. Oh, right at the end, you, Nicole gets a bunch of bugs flying in or whatever that was. <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> something's going to be wrapped up and something, you know, mm-hmm. evil go back up in some way or something will happen. Or I well, did. I Yeah. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say, it when on my rewatch, I realized I really, the lady that plays Margot or ma'am, she's good. Mm-hmm. I like, I like that family and I like uh, was her name Cleo? She was really good. Yeah. I liked Yeah. Uh, also good. Cleo had um, some depth, you know. She's yeah, not just this some, weird some magistrate depth. lady that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, she, you, you know, kind of feel bad for her. Right. You yeah. know what she's scared of now. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting to see how she got to be so messed up. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I'm still intrigued by if that was just a, a, a joke line or if we're going to really see some scary heads of Black Badge. Because that, uh, oh, right. had that line about, I, no, I feel I'm like more that scared of my upper management than I am the demons. Maybe they're going to be, you know, the Clantons will be uh, protagonist and then these black badge folks. Yeah. I definitely think they're setting it up for that. I wonder. Yeah, I'll be curious to see that. But I did like Naomi a lot more the second time. She was good. I liked her character. Yeah, she's fun. Um, um, yeah. Since we're talking about that, let me, I have a couple things that I, I wanted to rehash from the first watch uh when jeremy uh pushes winona into that little nook like she thinks he wants to make out and she's she's totally up for it (laughs) (laughs) oh is she yeah she was she's like i'm totally i'm into it oh okay it's adorable um and naomi's character at some point says fish bump which i'm gonna i want to start fish bump that's my favorite thing. I noticed she said fish bump. Fish bump, yeah. Because she was the head, wasn't she the head of like the hatch uh, fisheries? <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Fish and, bump. And uh, just with she like. loves the- fish. <laughs> She's a big fish fan. With the Carol jokes and the She-Ra joke, like it's just so fun to have a show that it's just, it's just kind of the, gay. There's some, the, it's oh just my gay. God, kind of. Yeah. Waverly's Oh My God, I Would Die line. Like I, I have, I've seen that, you know, all over Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and it's. It's my favorite. That just was so perfect. It's so just for us, I feel like, for it the was. fans and little yeah. things. Love it's it. so it's listen, like the show what what the show does so well and what makes me such a big fan is that it continues to surprise me. And it has a way because like we all know it's TV, good things happen, bad things happen. But they 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 are able to build up the stakes where you're not sure, like, oh shit, what's gonna happen to Nicole? Like I love that the show can do that, right? That it still surprises us, that it builds the tension and that the payoffs are pretty good. But the fact that someone who you know, I've been a fan of this kind of TV for a long time, I still don't know where the show's going. And I love right. I love that about this show. You can't predict it. Yeah. Lord knows we try. That's why, you know, I just I, I love the show so much. It loves you back, Kat. I know. <laughs> It never says it though. I wish it would say it. I say all of you doesn't say it back. Wow, that's rude. You know, yeah, you should tell the show what your love language is. Maybe they just don't know. They're showing you in a different way. It never wants to talk though. How do you get it to talk if it doesn't want to talk? Anyway, which kind of takes us to apparently now we have to worry about season five. It's not a done deal. I know what the hell? I don't know, man. It feels like when when four shut down. You know, right, you know, the first time it's like everything kind of was reset and the season five pickup was null and void. It just seems like we're, we don't know what's going on. People are, fans are getting a little nervous. No one said anything. There's hashtag five for Winona. So if you're, if you're posting about the show, please always include that hashtag. And remember when you hashtag it, I learned this That's right. from Katie that you <laughs> only tag two things, two hashtags, more than that. And it will not trend yes, as thank well you. as it would. 
Katie Click for that. Yeah, uh, yes. on Twitter. Thank you. For I actually that. learned that back in the shoot days. Remember, that was a thing. <laughs> Look We're at all you trying to get things trending. <laughs> we need to get five hashtags. Yeah, so you can hashtag five for Winona and Way Hot, or five for Winona and Winona Earp. But you know, only two, not fifteen things. I get, I get hashtag crazy. So I'm you sure. do. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with season five. For fuck's sake, like, can we just? I mean, for real, it's so annoying. And I wish sci-fi hadn't said anything that it was that it, it told them they wanted four and five. You know, yeah. really set us up to be for. Uh, there's going to be a riot if if there's not a five. It's not going to be good. It's yeah. not going to be good. You know, you put your showrunners in place to every end of a season. It's almost like you have to end it with the idea that that could be the end, which. It doesn't give you that ability to to set up the next season as well because you don't know if you're going to have one, which is yeah. frustrating. Do you exactly. think that this season for that case might end in the the Waverly Nicole wedding? It might. Um, I mean, this the, the scripts have already been written, but you know, there's there's probably still time. I mean, if they didn't, if they don't, if they find out that they're canceled, there might be time to 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 do some adjusting at the end. But I would think so if I'm Emily. I'm like, if this is the last six episodes of my show, I gotta tie some shit up. I gotta go get yeah. to Alice. I gotta right. marry oh, off yeah. way hot. Like, yeah, you got some stuff you gotta think about. You got like but five more sexy time scenes to film? At least. Yeah. There's a shower scene in there somewhere. Oh, right? Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, <sighs> an angsty Nicole, angsty Nicole sex with that. Yeah. <laughs> Check that off the list. Wow. What happened to Daddy Hot? We're, you know, we need some, some more of that. I heard it's coming. I heard in the last Ooh. six, there's some Daddy Hot. At ah, least, or, at I least think. a line. I think, I think, yeah. I think uh, Melanie t- teased that she gets, she has another line about Daddy Hot. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Well, All right. My question, Sci-Fi. Yeah. What else you got? I mean, I know you have right. things. But what really gets the, I mean, are there other shows with the viewer love and craze and support? When you look at the ratings, that's where it gets tough. Because, yes, some of their other shows like uh, the, I don't know if the Colony's still on, but looking at it compared to Winona, uh, they do have, you know, they're they're usually like 1.2 or Mm -hmm. 1.3. And Winona... Like the, for the first week, they have they were really good. I think they're at one point two. Yeah. Um, but for the last few weeks, it's been like point three point. I think last week was like point. And it, it, you know, the ratings are jacked up anyway. We know that they don't get all the the data. It's just from people. It's the Nielsen rating, so it's at home and sure. the specific box. And yeah, it's not streaming, streaming, and it's not this and that and whatever. In international, like international right. fans, no have international in this show yet, which is and that know. is one thing that they. They do mention, I've seen a lot on Twitter, that the international fans aren't counted. And if they did that, then, you know, different, would be a lot different, different situation. But, you know, it's, um, <sighs> but it does, it has a very devoted fan base. And, right. But they just well, got to get here, the watches in. Here's another thing. You know, a lot, a lot of money is made through merchandising and IDW has not licensed any merchandise for the show right. other than like DVDs and stuff like that. Some, you know, comics, obviously, but. What's going on there? Like, let's yeah. take my money, IDW, please. Give oh, us yeah. some merch. Give us some merch. Right. Yep. Anyway. Give us that chili <laughs> chili cook-off for freedom uh, shirt. 
for the, sure. The license. I saw an, I saw one. I don't think it's licensed, but yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty good. I you know her I think I might purchase this. <laughs> so people Did you? were like, where do you wear this? It's very um suggestive. <laughs> yes, it's very phallic. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you really couldn't wear it to work if you know on most Probably places. Not. <laughs> or to a convention. Right, you totally could. <laughs> so yeah. But looking forward to it. I'm excited for tonight. Yes, should be good. Go or, listen to our Monday episode. If, right. If you're listening now, we there is an episode out there, all Winona. Yes. And here's something someone brought to my attention. Why aren't we calling those episodes? Oh. Well, because Ridic- we're dum dums. Ridiculous. So so my buddy my buddy <laughs> John taken by any other podcast. Yeah, I feel like there's gotta be an episode. Oh. <laughs> We care. We care. My buddy, John, who was the voice behind the life in purgatory. He's like, Hey, I love that you're using that as the intro. Uh, why aren't you calling these episodes? He's not even a fan of the, sh- of the wine on herbs. Like, why aren't you calling these episodes? Like, God damn it. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to call them episodes. They're Apparently special episodes to it. To pretty much obvious <laughs> answers. Mm. Okay. So shall we move on? Yeah. 25 years of Xena. Yeah, not 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 too shabby. I mean, it feels like it doesn't feel like it's been twenty five years, but boy, it has. My body says, yeah, you know, it's been <laughs> at least yeah. twenty five. It's crazy. And uh, Mary D has put together this book. There's like a hundred and th- like one hundred thousand chapters, I think. And <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> and it's I'm coming out. Every one. Yes, every chapter, and it's coming out soon. Wendy and I both have uh, chapters in there. Uh, we were, you know, honored. I'm not going to speak for you, Wendy, but I'm pretty Does sure. Because they're published authors? Absolutely. Nice. What? We're published. Wow. <laughs> Wendy's dancing. I am not dancing. worthy. <laughs> it's okay, Sarah. You can uh, still hang out with us. Uh, <laughs> thank you. But no, it's it's uh, an incredible work. We're actually going to be get. She's going to send us a couple copies. We're going to be giving those away throughout September. So if you're a Xena fan, you should definitely be subscribing to this podcast. But no, we talked to her about the book, and uh, it was a really nice discussion. She said some nice things about Wendy and I, uh, which that's why have, they loved it so much. Well, we still yeah. ha- we still have to pay her that we still owe her that check. Um, <laughs> but it was a nice discussion about the fandom, and you know, it's it's uh, it was a lot of fun to kind of go back and, and think about some of the early days stuff, right? The first, uh, well, I won't, I don't know, what was the first, but a very passionate fan base as well, along with Winona. Uh, you know, it was a, a huge, you know, uh, deal back in the day. Mm-hmm. And even now there's still new people that see the show and, and, and it does, it has changed a lot of lives. Sim- uh, to me, it's a similar vibe of fan, uh, the Xenites and the Erpers. They're sort of that the, the greater good and, you know, just kind of being a general positive person. Like it's, it feels, there's a lot of crossover there. It feels like. Yep. I agree. Well, let's yeah. talk to her. We'll see what she's got to say. We have a very special guest. She has been in our lives for a long time. <laughs> I'm not going to get emotional. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of hers. Because of her, this fandom, you know, had a place to go and uh, find uh, one another and feel like her website was the hub of the Xena fandom. So we owe her a lot. Uh, it's our great pleasure to talk to again on the podcast, Mary D. 
this is where we need our applauses. Two, two applauses are just not enough for the magnitude of the legend of Mary D. Hello. 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 Well, welcome. Hi. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. So what's going on? I mean, yeah, you haven't been working on anything, right? Nothing new? No, nah, nothing. <laughs> I've been lazing about doing nothing. Oh, we know that's not true because you've been working on uh, your book, the book, the Zena, book, the book, Zena, their courage changed our world. It's a 25 year, uh, you know, it's in honor of the 25 year anniversary. Uh, so tell us what the book is and, you know, tell us how it all kind of came together. The book started in my head as an idea. Good. <laughs> or as a little germ that sits up there. Um, that isn't COVID. Um, <laughs> around September of um, 2015, I decided um, what's a good way to celebrate uh, 20 years of being in the Xenoverse and what about the 25th anniversary? And I thought, well, let's do something special. How about having an Ozip and the Xenoverse history? And I'm thinking, hey, this is a really good idea. Uh, it's going to be, I can go into the archives, uh, look at all the, um, everything that's happened. And then, like all my ideas, it kind of blows up. Um, I was at the Zenite retreat and um, I was standing next to Kim Tabin and I said to Kim, you know, Kim, I have an idea, which is really bad. Everybody should just scatter <laughs> and disappear once I say that. And I said, I'm thinking of doing a book about the uh, Xenoverse. Do you want to write a chapter? And she said, yep in that very laid-back way she has. And I thought, hmm, this is going to be the start of something big. Mm. So I decided that uh, I needed Universal's approval mm. uh, to use their images, and I thought that was going to be the biggest uh, stumbling block at that point. And... I contacted them and I told them what it was about and what I wanted to do, and they said yes within 24 hours. Hmm. Wow. Which kind of floored me. Yeah, it's a surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a huge surprise. Hmm. And um, I thought, okay, well, that's not a big stumbling block, is it? <laughs> so off I went to recruit everybody I knew for the last 24 years and go, do you want to write a chapter for the book? <laughs> and um, <laughs> it, I had such positive response from it. And I put the idea out in the Xenoverse and the overwhelming support was unfreaking believable And I thought, mm, this is going to be good, Okay. So the more I asked, the more people got involved. And um, as of last, I, had, I actually added two, um, two authors to, to the book as of last week. Hmm. Wow. wow. How, many, how many chapters are there now? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. There's 58 authors. Oh. 68 chapters. Wow. I've written 30 of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't ask somebody to do something unless you do it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah, you know, I have to write uh, some of these chapters. So the more I went along, I go, oh, my God. <laughs> somebody stop me next time I say <laughs> I have an idea. Um, anyway, so there was, yeah, 58 authors, 68 chapters, Mm. 542, no, 45 pages. Wow. It's like Game of Thrones level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. There. Yeah. It is massive. Whoa. That's huge. Why did I think that's it was like a, a paperback? That's like Harry that's Potter, uh, the, the last one. That's Holy like smokes. This, wow. Holy smokes. This impressive. is a deluxe that's edition. That's impressive. Yeah. And it's got some heft to it. It does. <laughs> it weighs it weighs one point two kilos, which wow. is about what's that two two point four pounds? <laughs> wow! Wow! So you get two of these right in your hand, and you press <laughs> up. Here's so, a contest, Mary D. I think you need to run a contest. The winner gets a book. Yes. To come closest to the amount of times the name Xena is mentioned in that Ooh. book. Like I count the jelly beans in the jar. That's awesome. contest. Like who can get the closest to however many times the, the word Xena is used in that book? I That's hard. That. I would have to do a search and replace for right. uh, <laughs> to get the total. Yeah, nobody yeah, can. That's a great idea. Them. You want to go? You guys want to do it? I'll, I just. Uh, uh, I'm not going to count all those. I uh, I just was curious because that's a lot of that's a big book. That is a massive book. Um, <laughs> I have to say, the original book did not have wasn't so big. Um, the original book was, I don't know what the hell what the original book was. <laughs> But uh, it was it was wasn't going to be so big. But it, once you hold it in your hand, right? It is just stunning. It is a stunning book. Um, and let me just show you guys because I know your um, your listeners won't see it, but you know it has we'll do play by play. <laughs> play by play. She's opening the book, <laughs> turning the pages. The Have book is now on display. I see words. Hold oh, on, I got a zoom. Because of Xena, part seven, because of Xena, written oh, by that's, that's the Missy. Oh, it's the. Oh, let's see. I see Penny and Missy. And- Ooh. Well, let me just tell you guys. All right. We have. Oh, my God. It's so many. Um, <laughs> truly, it's so many. Um, there's Misty Good, there's Kim Tabin, there's Stephen Sears, there's uh, me, uh, there's um, there's I saw so Deborah many. Abbott. I saw Deb in there. Deb, Deb Abbott, yeah. Um, it's like uh, there's wow. I've got so many artists, hmm. so many artists doing their thing. There's authors doing their thing. There's um, Video presentations that obviously can't be put in a book, but the links to the uh, to mm. their video music videos, it's chockers. You know, wow. here's what I just realizing when I was looking through some of the people involved is 
there's so many names that, and I just watched the trailer for it. And I realize there's so many names of people that I either know fairly well, or at least knew mm-hmm. of or met, or you just knew who they were in the Xenoverse yep. all through mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. And you knew like, oh, they did, they wrote, they took pictures, they did whatever they did. They did costumes. Like you kind of know what they did and why you knew who they were, but you don't know their stories behind it. You don't know all yes. the details. And you know, a lot of these people, like you may not ever have known well enough to actually find out why they did what they did or how it came about or who they were. You just knew who they were and oh, from a absolutely. distance a little bit. Yeah. And now you get to learn all that. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> the entire, um, like going through the, um, through the uh, contents, part one, is a uh, world in need of heroes, mm-hmm. which we have um, myself, Lee Winter, Stephen Sears, uh, writing four chapters. Uh, then we get to part two, which is Xena Webmasters and uh, dealing with the digital frontier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got um, my love letter to uh, Universal <laughs> because they allowed us to to build websites without uh, getting in, uh, hitting us over the head all the time because all our websites are huge copyright violations. <laughs> and sure. you could, all those you music could videos. Them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could spot them from space. That's how big <laughs> they are. So uh, Universal allowed us to do so much and they didn't come down on us, which was fascinating. Mm-hmm. In the way they uh, they presented it, right? So uh, they allowed us to grow, and they allowed the fandom to grow, which is from there they allowed the fanfic and uh, the websites, and they allowed the creativity. They just exploded. Mm-hmm. This book is just so full of the genius that is uh, the Xenoverse. It is absolutely genius. Um, and then you have um, Whoosh um, with Kim Tabin. Uh, there's the evolution of a Xena fan site, which is Ozip. Uh, the Xenoversity of Minnesota. You've got Loyal to Xena in New Zealand. And that's just that's scratching the surface of, of a vast array of, um, of websites, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Xena was sort of near the beginning of the web really taking off because I feel like oh it is Xena was that? probably the first real immersion into immersion into the internet that I had and that's yes. where I found fanfic and where I have found friends and it was so key to Xena becoming what it was so that's great I'm oh yeah glad you have that whole bunch of chapters oh look um, Lee Winter writes uh, the New World Order Order how we accidentally invented the rules of fandom yeah. <laughs> I we, did. we came at the birth of the of the internet, right? So we didn't know anything. We were flying by the seat of our nerdy pants. <laughs> and yeah. we created the rules. And all of the fandoms that came after us are following the same rules. So this was We're all around. before it was cool to be a nerd and all the yes. stuff we have now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. celebrated, yeah. right? It, yeah. It was yeah. a lot harder so, then. Um, and then uh, we have the artists and the uh, third part is about the artists and uh, 
the people doing the video. Mm. And there's about, um, it's quite a few chapters where, uh, and they discuss the process. And I have interviews with artists and how they came to do their work and what Universal's relaxed attitude towards uh, basically doing anything we wanted. So we had a blank check to create whatever we wanted. And that that is huge, huge, because um, I had an experience uh, with a studio uh, who I'm not going to name, um, <laughs> who came down on me basically for posting screen captures. Mm. And uh, it was sort of like, do you guys even know what you're doing? <laughs> that type of thing. Right. Obviously they didn't because they relaxed the, uh, the situation uh, later, but the damage had been done and the fandom that was going around that show kind of fragmented and did their own thing and mm-hmm. basically it just didn't catch on. Mm-hmm. So the fire wasn't there and I thought, yeah, well, you should have followed the Universal uh, <laughs> because they knew what they were doing and if they didn't know what they were doing, they were doing it right, mm-hmm. even if they didn't know it was right. I feel so, like they pro- there was probably some of it. It was also new. They didn't really know how to handle it. Maybe. But yeah. they thought, well, people like it. They're coming to the show. Let them do what they want to do. They weren't losing yeah. money for it from it. They are probably get just making more, mm-hmm. attracting more people to the show. They were. Because the thing is, if you looked at it, they were getting free publicity, right? Free PR for letting fans do their own thing and allowing them to flourish. And they don't have to pay for it. (laughs) How good is that? So it's a win-win. It's a win for us and a win for them. Hmm. I can't Um, Did Zena have its official website? I feel like it probably yes. wasn't a whole lot to it. I don't think it, it have ever been to no, the official Zena website. <laughs> yeah, yeah I feel like they, they didn't really sites. know how to. Yeah, it probably was not anywhere close to what the fans were doing. No, it no. wasn't. It was very basic. Um, come to think of it, a lot of the official sites nowadays really don't have a lot uh, on um, compared to fan sites. If it's done correctly, if a fan site gives you everything that you needed. When I first, um, when I came into the Xenoverse, um, the the top site to give everything, which was the Aussie of the day, uh, was Tom's uh, page. Mm-hmm. That had everything. That had images, that had video, that had uh, uh, stories, that had fanfic. It had everything. And when I went on to it, I thought, mm, I don't want to recreate the wheel, right? So I uh, I did my site basically for Australians hmm. and uh, and found a little niche in the Xenoverse that wasn't being done and I thought, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go quietly into that corner <laughs> and just do my thing and be a part of this community. Uh, the Xenoverse had other ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that lasted less than a month. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
the uh, 97 uh, first convention happened and uh, people started sending me photos and reports and I thought, hmm, this wasn't the original plan, hmm. but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, the biggest difference, I think, is an official site someone's job and a fan site is someone's love and passion. So it's always, other than a, an official site having exclusive access to interviews or whatever, the, the, the fan sites, you know, as long as they have the skill to make it a good site, it's always going to win out because they're passionate about it. It's not oh, just yeah. their job. So I'm glad you're oh, passionate. Well, <laughs> you just hit the nail on the head. It's passion. You can tell when a site is passionate about uh, the topic because they will present it in such a way that it's just beautiful. And it's, I always say that if I go to a site and I know that uh, the person doing it knows what they're doing and wants to give the fans what they want. So whether it be fanfic, whether it's images, whether whatever it is, there is love behind that. And you're not doing it for the attention. You're not doing it for, um, oh, look at me type thing. But you're doing it because you love the show that you're, that you're watching and you're passionate about it. And I was saying recently to uh, one of my authors um, that, if you're passionate about something, it will come out. You can't hide it because uh, it will come out in your work. And whether you're doing a uh, uh, podcast or whether you're writing or whether you're doing a website, it will come out. It will show. So uh, in my opinion, I think uh, fan sites are far superior to official sites. Because they have the passion. I concur. And, and if you're yeah. able to, are you able to pick a favorite chapter or section or uh, that either someone else wrote or the one that you consider was the most fun for you to write? Are you able to narrow it down? That's like asking which child you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I've written a lot of chapters. Um, one of my favourites is uh, telling the story behind how my characters, uh, we were filming um, my characters uh, from my books and um, they got the Xenoverse involved mm. and um, talented people from the Xenoverse just rocked up and, and, and acted in it and, and worked behind the scenes and, and all of that. Um, I think that's her favourite chapter. But uh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, Do you have any in there that you wish you didn't have to put in there? It's okay if you say Cat or Wendy. It's, hey, they're not now. listening. Hey. <laughs> um, no, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> I, had, I had thought of cutting Cat's uh, uh, chapter, Probably the two chapters maybe. that she's written. But, you know, she's a friend of mine, so, you know. <laughs> she's very sensitive. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I still well, got to cut you that like, check. What were, the, <laughs> what were the two chapters that Kat wrote? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> to flip oh, through know. the 50. I have them here. Um, one is about 
Alida and mm. the ex, and how she met her. Uh, that kind of brought me to tears, actually. Aww. It was a beautiful chapter written by, see, I, I'm going to tear up now. Um, it was written by a friend who obviously loved this person and uh, she conveyed that love through the uh, through the written word. And I thought that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks, Mary. Good job, Kat. It was, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I'm not an actress, so I can't bring up all that welling up of emotion all that easily. No. Um, it was a beautiful written chapter. And the photo that goes with the uh, with the chapter was is spot on. Oh. It's beautiful. And then there's the chapter. With, <laughs> there's the other chapter. There's the other chapter. They kind of just, you know, Kat, you missed something in that chapter. Oh, no. Yes. The joke I gave you. Which one? My banana joke. Oh, well, you know, it was already, I think. I feel like it was already running long. You know, I had to cut something. <laughs> yes. Actually. <laughs> It was, it's it's great. Both chapters are really good, um, and I love I love uh, the other chapter because uh, it's so funny. Mm. It's funny, <laughs> and that is pretty funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Edible. yeah. But what's the banana joke if it didn't make it in there? <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> no yeah no, 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 we, we don't have time. We don't have time. No no no. It's for time. No no okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't then flick that on your readers, on your uh, <laughs> listeners. Um, and, um, Are you going to show them the yeah. picture for that chapter? I will. Well, that yeah. I'm so happy that you found. Oh, I want to see this <laughs> now. Oh, Can we take pictures you told of me the... to find that chapter. That, you told me to find that picture, so I did. Now what? Now uh, It's okay. You don't have to find it. It's fine. I am not sure where this <laughs> It's fine. It's okay. I should have been prepared. It's like Isn't an encyclopedia. I? You got to look. Yeah, it is. Is there like it an is. index at the end? Uh, or what, actually, what is that? Like yes, a reference? Actually, yes, there is. Um, <laughs> With words. <laughs> there's uh, what if I want to look up subtext? Or, <laughs> oh, special God. friends. Every page. Can I look? <laughs> right. Okay. We have. Okay. We have an index. Of contributors. Great. We have a uh, Zenart Story Index. And we have a photo and illustration credits, which runs kind of one and a half pages. (laughs) Your index needs an index. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, No special friends, I'm afraid. Oh. (laughs) You sure? Check again. Uh, What uh, about, tell us about Wendy's chapter. Embarrass her now. No, <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, where are we, Wendy? And who turned uh, in latest? I know it was you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what was the most frustrating part for you, Mary D? All the yes. late submissions. <laughs> yeah, because of Zena, from Zena to producing films and going mainstream. Yes. Mainstream. Sorry. Awesome job. Thank I you. Love that. Thank you. What are you going to say? I'm right here. <laughs> Thank you. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> no, I tried to. I'm not it, a writer. Ideas. Woo. Keeps it real. No. 
Thanks for sticking <laughs> it in anyway. <laughs> I'll be honest. I loved every single chapter of this book. I have a feeling yeah. I will too. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Oh, I've read this so many times. I'm ready to <laughs> fling the book across the room. <laughs> I can't imagine. Did it bring back a lot of good memories when you were reading all these people's stories? That, Or did it remind you of anything you might have forgotten about that time? Yeah. Because um, I have the memory of a flea. Um, <laughs> it brought back a lot of memories. Um, I was doing the uh, Zippy Awards uh, for fanfic. And that part is in the book as well. And I was, um, as I was reviewing each story I had, uh, I had given the award to, and there's a little mini review to it, I thought, oh, wow, I better go and read, reread that story when I have some free time. <laughs> um, and it brought back so many memories. And reading uh, your story, Wendy, and everybody else's and what this fandom has brought Mm -hmm. to them and changed their lives in like going making mainstream films or winning daytime Emmys or Mm -hmm. uh, who won an Emmy oh uh, my friend uh, Krista Morris she won won two yeah for Venice the series Uh, oh okay nice yeah, and um, I was in her apartment uh, several conventions ago and I was holding them and I'm thinking, oh, these are heavier than I thought. <laughs> it's amazing. So, yeah, pretty amazing. And all because of this fandom. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there's Kat again. <laughs> she pops up. Xena uh, made me do it. Stand-up comedy and pos- podcasting to the world. Yeah. And um, I think it was Kat who suggested I find the uh, photo of her in the nun's outfit, <gasps> which what? was quite a challenge. <laughs> it was a challenge to find that picture, but you know what? I've got friends everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I went to Lita. Bernard. Of course. Lita has every photo ever taken, <laughs> taken in the universe. Was that from yes. your short stint as a nun, Cat? Yes, very short. <laughs> Didn't keep. <laughs> Didn't take. <laughs> your time at the convent. I actually like that photo. I'm glad. Um, I'm going to see it, this now. It made me smile a lot. Well, I was, uh, I looked at it and I thought, mm, yeah, I like it. Let's go with it. We've got everything else except nuns. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See if the, that, that was on the index. You could look up none, and it would <laughs> refer you back to Cat's just, picture. Just the would one. Would you like? Would you like to uh, uh, volunteer to index this? Book? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Come on, Tara. Mm, maybe maybe for the for the like a re-release type of thing. I'll uh, <laughs> in a few years. Second edition. <laughs> You're right. Second edition. <laughs> Volume two. <laughs> there will be a second edition. Oh, oh. Um, I'm wow. thinking of doing this as an annual. Or, no, not an annual. Every <laughs> uh, every ten years, um, I'm thinking of doing this for the 30th anniversary as well. Oh, nice. So you, you and, had said you started this five years ago, right? Yeah. On the 20th, and so you've just been collecting stories as you went this whole time. 
No, um, what I've been doing is uh, searching for people who uh, could write the chapters. So it's been a five-year uh, journey. Is there, anybody, is there anybody you wanted to find that you couldn't track down? Hmm. No. Nah. Oh, they all were around? Yep. That's good. And I, um, I emailed, um, like, say I emailed uh, Kat. I go, I have an idea. Do you want to do this? And uh, nearly everybody said yes. Because when Mary, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm yes. about to embarrass you now. <laughs> when Mary D calls you up and says, hey, I need your help with something, you do it. Yeah. Right? Wendy, was there any hesitation? Not a bit. It's like Mary D has life favors, life debts from all of us for, <laughs> for getting the fandom that place that they could all go and uniting everyone and just being that. That that hub, like you said, the hub of Xena. And um, yeah, and Mary D, you know, and it's not like she's some horrible person we have to put up with because we <laughs> nice. love her website. I mean, we love Mary D herself. So yeah, Mary D calls, you answer and you say, sure. And also to be a part of something like this is so cool. Yeah, um, it's awesome. Because it's, you know, right. this fandom means a lot to me and it's the reason that this podcast exists. Yep. Uh, you know, I say it all the time. This, this, uh, the show changed my life, and because of the show, I met uh, some incredible fans who became some of my be- some of my best friends. So, it's just yeah, to be a part of something like this is such an honor. So, same here. Most of my friends are either Xena or cats. And <laughs> they're my cat friends and my Xena fans, and they're starting to mix there's a, too. Yeah, so, a, yeah, sometimes yeah. you don't know the difference. Yeah, they're starting to m- blend together. Honestly. <laughs> And Thanks, since Jill. the uh, convention got rescheduled, mm. now mm. we can snuggle up with the book and get our <laughs> Xena fix during on the yeah. twenty on the month of the twenty fifth anniversary. Mm. Since we can't get together at the convention, but now we can read all the stories and feel like we're there a little bit. Uh, oh, give us something um, fun to do this month. Yeah, it'll take you all month for the size of that thing that's what (laughs) and then at the con you can get people to sign it like all the authors that would be fun actually and mary d um um james uh godfrey um from this university uh had a great suggestion and uh he goes can you leave like four pages blank so whenever you uh when the convention happens is to get people to sign it. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. Four blank pages, that's not going to be a stretch. Yeah. Um, I don't have to do anything to the blank pages. <laughs> so, uh, so I left four blank pages um, uh, for people to, uh, like a yearbook. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to show you guys something. The part 11 is the uh, in memory of our, of our fallen warriors. Mm. And uh, there's a chapter in here by, um, there's a chapter in here about friends in need, where uh, the greater good and friends in need. And it is just so emotional. Mm. Just how the Xenoverse just rallied round and helped this person. And I was just blown away. Yeah. I knew the story. I knew it, but I I was just blown away. It was just. Yeah, done a lot of good over the years. 
for a lot of people. We've raised uh, millions and millions of dollars. Wow. Um, and there's a, a section in here for the greater good uh, from Sword and Staff, from uh, the Aussie charity auctions, from um, all sorts of things. And mm-hmm. and the good that we all did, especially during um, State Katrina and and uh, helping our writers uh, during the WGA strike. And um, it's so much good. Mm. All from one little fandom. All from one little TV show. It's mm-hmm. mine. <laughs> so it was uh, part nine, which is Friends in Need, the Xenoverse Code. So it's uh, the chapter is by Heather Parker. And it's called I Will Always Be With You. Mm. If that doesn't start the waterworks, nothing does. Changing our world for the greater good is by Denise Bird, mm. Short and Staff, uh, Ozib. Um, and then we get to um, uh, the actors. Uh-huh. There's not a lot about the actors in this book because it's mainly geared for uh, for us. But it's also going to what they've done for charity as well mm-hmm. and how the Xenoverse has supported them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Lucy Lawless Feels the Love, uh, supporting our warrior princess. And, and even without asking, Lucy has never asked, even without asking, the fans just rally around and go, yep, we'll do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then we get Renee O'Connor, also feels the love. Uh, I, was in the, I was in that kind of mood. <laughs> I thought of, yeah, let's name this. Um, supporting our bard. Again, uh, she rocks up to an event like the uh, Burn Relay. Mm-hmm. The fans are there. Yeah. Um. She does something with uh, Uncle Vanya, with Little Fish Theatre. The fans are there. And that's been going on for so long that it just, it just it's, it's spontaneous. It just happens. And then there's Adrian Wilkinson, who I absolutely adore. <laughs> I adore all the actors, but uh, especially uh, Adrian, who is just unfreaking believable. She They're comes to the C night retreat, and she's so yeah. interactive with fans. It's great. Yeah, she's she's absolutely wonderful, and um, actually uh, titled that supporting our junior warrior princess. But <laughs> um, and like Lucy has done so much, and Renee has done so much. They're incredible people behind. They don't have to do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. They did a job. They've done the job. Off they go to the next job. But they don't have to interact with the uh, with the fans. But they do. And uh, I think it's just it's a testament to them and their ability to connect with their fans. So, I feel like that's so, it can be so rare for an actor that, especially it was early on for both of them. I mean, they're both young, yeah. they hadn't done a whole lot. They get this part that changes their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, actors to have a part that inspires this kind of like world changing fandom type of thing. Like, I'm just glad that they obviously appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they didn't take it for granted and that they, oh, no. you know, they were good people. They didn't have to be great people. They could have been some horrible diva <laughs> actor types, but they they were good people that that were easy to rally around and easy to support. Oh, yeah. But the thing is that the Xenoverse, if they were rat bags, right? <laughs> <laughs> if they were rat bags, the Xenoverse would have found them out. And it yeah. had, had nothing true. to do with them. Right. You can be Xena and you can be great and you can be, wow, I love the warrior princess, but <laughs> if Lucy was a total flake yeah. uh, or Renee or, uh, or Adrian or any of the others, um, they would have run a mile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, the Xenoverse can spot a fake a mile, uh, it doesn't take uh, much. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think it's uh, their down-to-earth natures and their ability to um, sign anything put before them. Like, over the years um, since I've been doing the charity auctions, um, anything I've put in front of them, anything, they will sign. One time Lucy uh, signed some underwear. Oh. <laughs> it was during, uh, uh, well, after the uh, her 2012 Auckland convention, uh, not convention, um, concert. Mm. Well, I was just playing roadie for that. Um, and so I thought, it was a good idea at the time to uh, autograph <laughs> some underwear. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun, and we auctioned it off, and he got some money. Nice. Sure. Of course. No doubt. And um, anything anything put before any of them, and they will sign sign anything. Uh, I remember Lucy uh, was at um, Krista's home and uh, signing a whole bunch of stuff for the auction. She was so in the zone that uh, she actually signs um Krista's uh, coffee table by myself. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Set off. How much did How much did you guys get for that coffee table? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I I thought about it, but Krista uh, wasn't having it. You know, no. I would but, totally want the coffee. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to keep it if it had Lucy's signature all across it. Yeah. Like no, I'm, this is my table. I'm keeping this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it was. It was an idea that flashed in my head for all of five seconds. I thought, no, no, can't do that. Anyway, so, um, oh, and I forgot one more. Um, Brittany Powell feels the love, sacrificing a few bras for the greater good. <laughs> Those bras have more did. frequent flies on them. Than yeah. <laughs> so good. Massive. So uh, that's just... Um, the greater good chapters. Wow. And that's, we have a total of, well, let me consult, 12 parts to this uh, book. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, and how many chapters again? 58 or 58, 58 authors? Or 50, 68. Oh, that's 68. True. 68. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I don't yes. know if I've ever read a book that long. It is, um, 
The last book I've had that was over 500 pages was one of T. Noven's ones, which mm. I had typeset. And I'm thinking, oh, no, this can't be bigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want Lucy to read the audio book. Ooh. 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 Lucy and Renee. Ooh. They can split up the chapters. Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. <laughs> Oh, well, you guys can if you want, bit by bit. Ooh, get our radar. Eat, each read your own chapter. things. That'd be kind of cool too. Yeah, could do that. Get a podcast. Oh, hi. <laughs> now you're thinking. Yeah. So, Mary, how do how do people find the book? I know. So it's it's available for pre-sale, and it's out September fourth. So, how yeah. can someone secure their copy today? Uh, at the moment, uh, the ebook uh, is only available uh, for pre-sale. Okay. Uh, actually, I was working on getting the uh, print edition, the hardback with the deluxe um, cover. Um, that should go on well on pre-order next week. Oh wow! Okay. Um, now, as for the ebook, you can get it on the Ozip store. Uh, and also on Amazon, and it'll also be available on Nook, iBooks, uh, and all the other ones. Great. Yeah. Awesome. And right. um, hmm, an e-book will be uh, a lot less lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that book is solid. I would totally, I'm just going to get that big thick one yeah, because that is cool. To. That, and it's to hold it and pictures and no it's that's impressive <laughs> it's a lot of work it was a lot of work a lot of labor of love it was a labor of love and um the money from the royalties for this book are going to uh, the sasha foundation and the house of Barts. awesome cool. i wanted to do it that way because a the xenoverse or xenu in general it was about the greater good and how you can help others. And the way you help others is by giving of yourself. And I thought, mm, yeah, I can forego everything else uh, for this. So it's awesome. Yeah. Wow. It's, um, I'm really proud of this book. And I think uh, the Xenoverse will be proud of it too. I hope so. Well, I'm honored to be a part of it, Mary D. Thank you very much. I didn't say so before. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. It's um, everybody I've asked were, was has been so positive about it. There's so much. There's so much packed into those 450 pages. Hmm. So 550 pages. Sorry. <laughs> Get it right. I left out a whole chunk. But it's a test. I think it's a testament to you, but also to the fandom. And uh, what a what a beautiful way to honor um, twenty five years of of, uh, of the Xenoverse. Yeah, so, it is. Well done. It, thank you. Uh, it is a um, it's it's a love letter to the Xenoverse. Uh, well, Mary, is there anything else that you want to say where, before we wrap it up here? Thank you for asking me uh, to come on, and. Um, I hope you all like the book. Uh, leave positive reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And if you don't, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
nobody needs to make Meredith cry. No. But, um, I'm really looking forward to everybody getting it uh, because uh, it, it's a testament to this fandom that it's not about the show but about us as a group and what we've done because of the show, but it has morphed into everybody's looking after everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I really love it. Awesome. I'm really proud of the Xenoverse and I'm proud of this book and um, and I'm about to cry. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'm really proud of everybody's work in it because they worked hard. Well, thank you, Mary D. We're excited thank to read it and snuggle up for the whole month of September. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're always welcome on this podcast. We love having you. We love talking to you. And, oh, uh, thank it's, you. It's, it really is an honor to have you. We, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, it's always nice talking to Mary D. I love that woman. We need more accents on the show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, want to be I would a just offend someone if I tried to. Just do an accent. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be Just having now. some accents uh, in the near future. That's right. So, you know, to celebrate Zena's 25th anniversary, we have some big, big uh, interviews coming up. And uh, we'll have some other. We have to start doing some Zena stuff, guys. We haven't talked about oh, Zena yeah. in a long time. So let's do, let's, well, let's think about that. Well, it's going to be a month celebration here. Yeah, we can come up with like our our favorite Xena Gabrielle moments, favorite episodes. We can deep dive a couple of uh, fan favorite episodes. I think we need to really step up our Xena game. Yeah. Okay. You know what I think I'm going to do? A rewatch. Oh, the whole show? Maybe. Oof. Yeah, your work cut out for you. After. Well, maybe, you know, look, because they've been showing the, sh- the episodes on sci-fi and I'll catch an episode here and there on wor- at work. Sure. And a lot of the season four, season five, probably season six, I feel like I'm watching. I think I don't remember what this is called. I oh, wow. can't remember which one this is or how yeah. it ends. And I'm embarrassed for myself because that used to be something <laughs> I would never not know. So know. we'll see. I, I might uh, plunge in a little bit. Nice. Well, right. Don't don't hold me to it, but I might do that. Okay. Yeah. Or if there's any specific episodes you think we should rewatch out there, let us know. Yeah. Send please. us a, a note. And you can uh, make sure to subscribe or follow us or wh- however you do that on whatever platform you use. Yeah. Uh, so you don't miss any of this content. <laughs> can, yeah. Well, Golden. you spell it like that. Uh, yeah. Well, I know on the Twitter, we are located at Snopodcast. 1D. And on the Instagram <laughs> and Facebook, it is at She Nerds Out Podcast. And you can send us an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Yeah, and leave us a review, as long as you're gentle. Um, but on the, the various platforms, we like yeah, that. Like all to the hear platforms. from you. Yeah, let us know we you're out there. See, people are listening, but we we want to get to know you better. Yeah, you know a, what I mean. It's a very quiet, very sort of polite audience. We want you guys to get a little rowdy. Let us know yeah. what you're thinking out there. Uh oh, be careful. With your <laughs> that. All right, kids. Well, until. Next sexy time. <laughs> she nerds out. 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 Sexy. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.